No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a special episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Right here in the Wrestling Realm. I had to go into the studio. Y'all may have checked out the first episode, which I did, the first part, which was the men's Mount Rushmore. Now I'm going to do the women's Mount Rushmore. It's very important. You know, we have to pay homage. You know, I posted on social media at Brian H. Waters, which you should follow me, maybe follow the Wrestle Realm, at Wrestle Realm. I posted about, I want to get to a point where we see 50-50 wrestling, where you can see four men's matches and four women's matches. Let's get the best stories. I also want to give a shout out to those wrestling girls. In particular, it was Queen PR who posted about that as well. You know, we have, let's, let's respect the equality of wrestling. You know, not so much as let's just put the women on the card so we have a women's match, but let's actually have, give the women these incredible stories, these things that you can get invested in. You look back at WrestleMania last year, biggest match. Survivor Series, biggest match. <laughs> when you left SummerSlam, most talked about match. The Royal Rumble, biggest match. I mean, Bianca Belair wins the Royal Rumble at number three. First black woman to win the Royal Rumble, which because you knew going in that was possibly leading us to Bianca and Sasha, first black women, main event in WrestleMania at a time where, let's be real, if we can keep it 100, after the main event with Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda, it made you think, they might not do that again. Match wasn't the greatest, folks. Wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the greatest. It wasn't an instant classic. Sasha and Bianca made up for it. I might get some heat for that. But then you go in, like I said, going into SummerSlam. What happened? Unfortunately, Bianca lost the belt to a returning Becky Lynch, but that's what everybody left talking about. Yeah, people talked about Brock after Roman and Cena, but people was talking about Becky. People was mad. So, we're going to put some respect, equality. We haven't had a full-fledged women's show. We've put the women in our shows, obviously, but we haven't had a full-fledged women's show right here on the Wrestling Round, which we plan to do so soon. Also, definitely, we'll get those wrestling girls on the show on an episode. Miss um, Jenna B, me and her working on some things, too. So just stay tuned. But today, we're going to talk about my women's Mount Rushmore. Now, there's no doubt I'm a man. Just like the ladies have had crushes on the men's wrestlers, the Rock, Roman Reigns, etc. Men, we have crushes on women's wrestlers, and it's okay. Be respectful. But it isn't about that. This is about the wrestling, the people who I was emotionally attached to. When I watched them wrestle, they had me hooked. They had me rooting for them, their stories. Who was able to draw emotion? These four women were able to like really have me settled into the television, rooting for them, and really be honest with you, just like with the men, um, with my Mount Rushmore, getting upset when they lost. So here we go. Number one, I'm going with the first for me. She's the first woman that I remember becoming a huge fan of. 
and that is the one and only Alundra Blaze, also known as Medusa. Alundra Blaze during the 90s was someone special. You know, three-time WWE Women's Champion. I remember watching her win the title and then, you know, going to WrestleMania 10, defending it against Leilani Kai, I believe. And then also watching her lose the bull Nakano and getting upset, like, oh my goodness, she lost the title. And then she gets it back. Then losing it to Bertha Faye. And then she gets it back. And then, you know, as Survivor Series 95, losing in the, the, to Aja Khan. And you just knew, like, oh man, she's gonna lose the belt to Aja Khan. But creative didn't have nothing for her, brother. And then that's when she pulled the infamous move. Going over to WCW, putting the belt in the trash can. I was glad they was able to repair that because she's no doubt a legend in this business. And she's on my Mount Rushmore because for me personally, like I said, she was my first favorite women's wrestler. So number one is Alundra Blaze. Now number two, somebody from the Attitude Era. And I'm not going to say I struggled, but I will say it could have easily been Sable. Um, but if I'm being honest, I was more into Sable because of her looks. So I rooted for her and I always wanted her to win because I always wanted to see her on television. But my true person on the Mount Rushmore is my favorite women's wrestler of all time. And that is Miss Stratisfaction herself, Trish Stratus. Now, no doubt about it, Whitman didn't have a crush on her. But Trish did something. She reinvented herself. I got her DVD. One of the things she said, she put on pants for a reason. For obvious reasons, as opposed to wearing the shorts. We took her seriously as a wrestler. You know, you read the stories, you hear the podcast about, you know, she came in from the fitness world. And then as she came from the fitness world, she worked hard because she wanted to be taken seriously. And she was always doing the training. People like the great Jacqueline helped get her up to speed. You know, being in the main event with Lita on Monday Night Raw. Now it's always heard of, but back then it wasn't. Going to toe-to-toe with Victoria in hardcore matches. And, you know, shout out to her. She was able to get out of the business, go have a family. You see her come back here and there. My dream match, I want to see it, Trish and Sasha Banks. But she's on my Mount Rushmore. Like I said, to me, she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time because no doubt about it, she is the total package. So number three, I there was no way I was not putting this lady on my list. She's a true vet in the game. Came in as a Funkadackle. Just a tag team, you know, it could have easily been just Flavor of the month. Somebody was just there. Okay, you did your time. Moving on to somebody else. Now, a tag team partner was actually one of my favorites. It's also, but, you know, it's a different story. And that is Naomi. You go back to 2017 when Naomi was on the chase for the Women's Championship. Now, let's go back because rumor and innuendo they was ready to pull the trigger on her around WrestleMania 30, around 2015. But then she got injured. I believe she had an eye injury. I don't know if that's true. It just, it just seemed like it would have been weird. AJ was on a huge run at the time. Not sure. Nonetheless, 
seemed like everything was always getting her way. But then finally in 2017, she was able to rise above. She became women's champion. And then she got hurt in the match, had to relinquish the title. I think I may have been the only person who wasn't upset. Understanding stories and hype, I was kind of hoping she had lost that Elimination Chamber and rebounded and got the title at WrestleMania. It worked out. She was able to bounce back. Now that WrestleMania, I was there. I shed a tear. What was so amazing was, you know, we was thinking they were going to cut that match. This was probably the first of like that whole five hour WrestleMania. And we knew Taker and Roman was closing the show. Everybody else had matches. Triple H and Seth Rollins went too long. <laughs> I will always say that. Like, Brock and Goldberg was eight minutes. It was cool. Boom, everything we wanted to be. But every all the women rushed through their entrances, right? Now, it made sense that this match was later because it was outside. And you had to have the night. You had to have at nighttime, right? You had to have, so you get that glow effect. Well... Naomi comes out there, she does her thing, and you know, everybody's tense, wait and see what's gonna happen. Boom! She gets the win, and Naomi's WWE champion, women's champion. I really wish, I really wish they sold the glow belt. I, I, you know, that was a huge opportunity there, at least in the toys. Like, come on now. But um, yeah, and there's no doubt about it. Naomi had to go on my list. You know, like I said, just somebody like, you know, just being emotionally attached to. And the final person on my list, you dig in the archives, you will see that I wasn't always as big of a fan of hers as I am now. Not that I didn't like her. She was just, you know, just another woman's wrestler I liked. And I would root for the story as opposed to the person. And that is the boss, Sasha Banks. Now, I struggled. I did. I struggled. With this one, because I was doing Sasha or Bianca, Sasha or Bianca, right? And I ultimately chose Sasha because for me, I, I was emotionally attached like to her run in 2020 first, right? And then eventually, like, and then I don't get this Bianca without Sasha. I look back at the pandemic. Now, mind you, like I said, the previous Sasha, she was cool. But when she came back, it was just like, boom, everything was firing all souls. Her and Roman Reigns are two people that when they came back from their extended leaves, I liked them 20 times more. And, and when she came back, she hit, beat up Natty. She had the blue hair. She was reinvented herself. And now, you know, her match with Bailey, I know, I know everybody in the world will tell you that her and Bailey at TakeOver was the greatest women's wrestling match or their favorite. Me personally, I love their match at Hell in a Cell from the way they both came out. Sasha wearing all white, Bailey wearing all black, the brutality that they dished into each other. Sasha leaving and, and just having almost like tears because she just had to beat down her best friend who turned her back on her. After those two ladies alone, well, not alone, but you know, they carried the WWE through the pandemic. That's why she had to get the edge. I, I look back and I'm like, man, she is a legend. No doubt, Hall of Famer, 
You look at what she's doing outside of the ring, still having that balance, bringing forth women's wrestling, um, bringing forth awareness to WWE. She is a star. Her and Charlotte Flair, they are the airport test. They're superstars. Bianca's there too. And if you're not, if you, she's there. I don't care what y'all say. She's there. But I put Sasha Banks on my Mount Rushmore. And like I said, these ladies are people who they gotten to the point when I see them on television, I stop what I'm doing and I'm always rooting for them. Always rooting. Take away the whole understanding the story. No, I want to see these women win every time. You know, just imagine a match with Man, Shaw, uh, Alundra Blaze and Trish Stratus, uh, Sasha Banks and Alundra Blaze, Naomi and Alundra Blaze, Naomi and Trish Stratus. Man, uh, endless possibilities. So, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you for tuning in to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. A special episode right here in the Wrestling Room Studios. I had to go in the studio. I was like, you know, I'm going to get up from the podcast chair and I'm going into the studio for this one. Because this is this is a big deal, and this is a big deal to me. Um, like I said, I love the Mount Rushmore conversations, and there's always okay. You gotta have a Mount. You can't have one without Flair. You can't have one without Hogan. You can't win without this one. And at the end of the day, it's all objective. It's all on subjective or objective, whatever way you want to call it. It's your choice, and that's what I want to know. I don't care about the analytics and the professional Mount Rushmores. I want to know what's your choice. What's your personal Mount Rushmore? And I'll, you know, let's critique it. Drop in the comments below. Let me know who your thoughts are. Let me know what you think of the list. If you disagree, go ahead. Tell me why. As like I said, this is my choice. So remember, folks, you can get this shirt at WrestlingRealm.com. You can go right there. By this, uh, we got a bunch of T-shirts there. We appreciate everybody. Shout out to those who. Go to buymeacoffee.com that's just dropping, you know, just want to support the show. We appreciate y'all. Um, and make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button down below right now. Turn on the bell notifications. So every time we drop a new episode, you're right there. We back. As we get ready for the holiday season, y'all be safe. Y'all make sure y'all treat everybody nice. Until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. Too sweet. Shout out to Hypno Beats on the music.